This episode of Road Soda is brought to you by ByMoodLand.net. Hi, I'm Larry Bird. Due to a government loophole, I now own half the moon. All of the front part. The Chinese own the rest. What am I gonna do with a whole half a moon? That's why I'm selling it to you by the acre. That's right, Moonland. It's an investment. You can till it, develop it. Why don't you start a garden? Some folks like to lease their Moonland. The Indians used to think we were stupid to own land. Boom, boom, pow, wow, can't own land. <laughs> but now who's stupid? Not you. And you gotta stay that way by purchasing moon land at $1,500 per acre. I know what you're thinking. Larry, only $1,500? Are you sure you're not stupid? I'm not. I just want to make sure you don't disappoint your kids by leaving them with something useless. Like heirloom jewelry. Don't disappoint your kids. Buy the most luxurious space property in space. www.buymoonland.net Buy some Moonland today. Hello and thank you for cracking another road soda. Welcome to the show where everything's made up and the points don't matter. <laughs> I'm your host Isaiah Cooper. With me is Tits Chris McGee. Tits McGee. <laughs> and Mr. Greg McGinnis. That's right, everybody. A big round of applause for Greg McGinnis. He's back. He's on the piano. Very happy to be here. <laughs> on this episode, the social dilemma. What is it? Who does it do? And why should we care? Licorice. If you die from eating it, good riddance. And say goodbye to the glory years of shitting on the subway in New York City. Got a great episode up here. <laughs> was on my bucket list, not anymore. Not anymore. You, if it was, if shitting in the subway in, in New York City was on your bucket list, I'm sorry to say those years are long gone. I, uh, so yeah, the Millennial Book Club is or was uh, is social the social dilemma. So I hope everybody is uh watch that and uh we do have greg greg it's good to have you back man i hope maybe we can uh, get you in here again very glad to be back oh is that the lady that was the lady oh wow you did find it yeah yeah oh i didn't uh, lose it i didn't lose it wow. didn't lose not, it. i'm not that mad about it you know i was expecting something different i'm not I was mad. expecting something more ratchet oh <laughs> that's a little little drip drip on what's on next next i like that uh, folks, if you want to write into the show, if you want to write in about the Millennial Book Club or write in about anything else, you can. Uh, you can write into roadsodamail at gmail.com. Uh, we do have a little bit of listener mail. We want to go ahead and give to everybody. This comes to us from a one Mama Cooper. <laughs> uh, it starts out with uh, Poor Christy. That's the Aww. headline out there. Poor Christy. First of all, if you're going to read this on your podcast, by all means, go for it. <laughs> oh my God. Let your audience know that it's from your mom, mother, <laughs> M-O-M. That's a little shout out to uh, the podcast I've been obsessed with. Time suck. Anyway, I am now listening to your podcasts thanks to Christy. Aw. What a happy voice and laugh. That's so nice. It is. It makes it so much easier to listen to. She has been good for the podcast, and she is intelligent. Wow. Are you making this up? No, this is all real. This is a, this is a far cry from, from Mr. Manuel Rodriguez, who wrote in last week. Uh, let me just add, though, it's not like I agree with 
all, her all of the time. Uh, I have heard her say some things that are not not nice about subjects on your prior podcasts. No biggie. Uh, <laughs> certainly, she is nice to you, my precious boy. Stop. As for the last podcast referring to cuties, I won't watch it, uh, but I have heard much about it. You won't watch it because you don't have Netflix, uh, Mama. No one gets killed in it. No Mrs. One, Cooper, don't so worry. it's safe. It's safe. <laughs> uh, listening to the two of you talk about it is enough for me to not want to. As Christy had stated, seeing shots of young girls parch, which I have seen on clips online, were not necessary. I know what it's like to be a preteen girl as well as raise a few. Poor Christy. I was flat as a board at 12 and still playing stickball in the streets. As before they invented baseball bats. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, long before they invented tits, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) I know what it's like to be a preteen girl. Oh, so yeah. Uh, I I was always annoyed when it came to the kind of clothes that were on the racks for girls that young. They were being sexualized much too young. And even in France, just like just because half-dressed women on billboards doesn't mean society should be sexualizing preteens or tweens. Anyway, Christie's intelligent explanation was spot on and your conversation was enlightening on the subject. That's going around on the internet. Keep up the good work, you two. Love you, mom. Oh my God, that is not what I was expecting at all. I know, I told you that she wrote in and I was like, I'm going to read it on there. It's very pleasant. Yeah, yeah. I don't think you prepped me that it was going to be that pleasant. Well, that's good. So now you feel good. Uh, Mama Cooper, little inside baseball. Since you've been gone, the facilities here at the studio are heading towards the Manhattan Transportation Association. (laughs) We got to make a legal mandate that you can't shit on the floor. (laughs) Oh my God. She oh, already knows great. that. <laughs> also, um, folks, if you want to call into the show, you absolutely can call into the show. You can call in uh, 706-200-1213. We do have a call in if everybody wants to listen to that. Uh, let's go ahead and get this ready here. Hi. Hi. Uh, long, long time Rudy here. Love the show. I'm always lurking, but I, I, never, I never know what to call or write in about. Now I know what to say. Uh, very, very happy you guys reviewed the movie Cuties. I think it's a, a great film. I've seen it many times, but I, I finally... Man, what a fin- No, shut, shut up! <laughs> shut, shut up, I'm Sorry about that. Um, what a finale at the end. Uh, you know, I, I enjoyed your conversation. I think people are too sensitive. Uh, you expect that the director wanted to make the viewer uncomfortable at times. Uh, I didn't feel that way. I was, I was very comfortable, uh, <laughs> you know, even, even excited. <laughs> um, such, a, such a thrilling film. I hope people will learn to be, you know, not so close-minded. Anyway, have, have a good episode. What, shut up. Okay. Well, it was <laughs> oh tough. 
<laughs> okay. Uh, thanks for the call in about cuties. I don't think that's uh, really what we were going for out there, but um, hope everything's okay over there. Well, yeah, if you guys want to call in, maybe not that guy. <laughs> maybe not that guy. If you guys are roadies out there, whoever want to call in to 706-200-1213, you can leave a message and we'll play it right here on the air. It was a little hard to listen to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. Hope we have a, Hope you enjoyed the episode. We had a great time. But first, how about another word from our sponsors? Swing, bada, 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 swing, swing, bada. Man, these seats are great. I'm sorry, man. I got to get up. I, I got to pitch again. Are you all right? It's only the second in it. It's the beer. Why aren't you going? You've had just as much as me. I don't need to. I got this. What's your nicotine patch got to do with anything? It's a urinomics piss patch. Turns my piss into a neat foam. Keeps me from missing the game. Oh, is that what's all over the ground in the away team fans in front of us? Cool, right? At Uronomics, we have created a patch that turns your annoying pee into a fun foam. A powerful chemical compound targets your loins, humanely altering the molecular structure of your urine. You will still feel the sensation of needing to urinate, and you will still excrete waste. Except now, you can do it from anywhere, even your seat. Good for long drives, sports games, concerts, jury duty, or any time peeing is a concern. Warning, do not let children use piss patches. They make it a condition called the semen struggle. Keep uric foam away from eyes. If uric foam does make contact with your eyes, do not flush. Foam will turn back into piss. Foam can also be used to clean glass stovetops and detarnish. The Uronomics Piss Patch, a Popco brand. Welcome to the news. We're going to be newsing today. We have our our anchors. We have a guest anchor today, Mr. Greg McGinnis. How you doing? Good evening, America. Miss uh, Christina? C- Christy? Yeah. I thought it was Carol. I'm great. I'm great. It is Christy. It is Christy. All right, because I was calling her Kristen for jest. I yes. No, I, Christy. I noticed. We got it. I love you. The end is silent. Mm-hmm. Okay. Don't love you guys. Me. Don't hurt me. <laughs> okay. Let's get this right up here. This I mean, this is not usually how the newsroom acts and but you know what? We're gonna work through it. We're gonna work through this, guys. Group of dads tackle restrained sex offender accused of peeping at teen in crackle barrel bathroom. Some of this stuff just doesn't seem real, you know? It's Cracker Barrel. You don't know what the Cracker Barrel is? I said it's Cracker Barrel. Oh, it's Cracker Barrel. Makes I thought sense. you said what? It is. You're right. I mean, what else are you supposed to do in the Cracker Barrel? There's only so many little metal toys, you can, little metal puzzles you can do and undo. Once you solve all those, well, you take a swing by the bathroom. See what's going on. <laughs> this guy looks like he got fucked up. If you, guys, <laughs> if you guys see this picture. It looks like maybe he was playing tennis and he got hit in the face. That guy looks like he's that's pretty gauze. That's, that's not a sweatband. That's a bloodband. Oh I mean, God. I'm trying to give him the benefit of the doubt. They have everything short of tampons up this guy's nose. <laughs> he got, he fucked, got up. fucked up. He could beat, it, beat his ass for cuties, dude. Look at this fucking guy. 
Duncan Police Chief Carl Long. <laughs> that uh, Carl Long told WSPA that a 15-year-old girl in town for a softball tournament was in the bathroom at a Cracker Barrel. <laughs> that was her first mistake. <laughs> right. On the 1500 block of East Main Street. Hey, that's my spot. When she noticed something was moving near her feet. Uh-oh. When she looked down, Long said she saw the man's head from the stall next to I didn't oh, know they damn. got unisex bathrooms over there. What the fuck? Uh, as a representative hey, of the Cracker any- Barrel, we do not have unisex <laughs> bathrooms in any of our locations. Say, hey, excuse me, do you, do you have any toilet? I ran out of toilet paper, ma'am. Do you have any gray poop on? <laughs> our witness told That'd be a great commercial. That would be a really good, a little racy. WSPA told during the incident the 15-year-old victim was not the only girl in the bathroom at the time. Uh, I'll never forget the way he looked after, the witness said. They were traumatized. Oh, they looked after. Yeah. It's always different. You know, that old guy is lurking on their Facebook. They don't get to see him. But as soon as he puts his face under the bathroom stall and they get to see him looking at them. That's just Doug. He just, they don't mean no harm. That's just Doug, honey. Oh, Doug? Oh, you saw Doug in the bathroom? <laughs> you talking about Peeper Doug? Oh, yeah. He probably in the bathroom. He's probably peeping in the bathroom. You got to keep your eye on him. He gets over by the candy section. He, he disappears. You know where he's at. He's peeping. <laughs> peeping Doug. <coughs> Lane has been charged with voyeurism, simple possession of marijuana, and possession of drug paraphernalia, which means he's probably trying to sell some weed out there. Hey, girl, you want some weed? Not a good place to sell I it. I hope that's what he said when she noted. Hey, girl, I'll just look and see if you need any weed. Wow. According to put it wherever you need. I, Cops won't find it. I'm a professional. <laughs> I come to you. Uh, you you, you going to use that toilet paper? Did you? Can I have? Hey, don't put that in the toilet. Can I have that toilet paper? Don't put it in the toilet. I want to take it. I want to take it with me. Lane has been a, a registered sex offender in North Carolina since 2004. I've been in the game for a minute. Damn. When he was convicted of secretly, obviously not secretly enough, peeking into an occupied room in a Mecklenburg in Mecklenburg County. I'm going out on a limb here. I'm going to say Doug Lane was a 99% match for cuties. <laughs> That's right. And he's seen it several times. He's pissed that he's incarcerated on its release. He's got it marked on his calendar. He's Quiet, like, y'all. Try to watch cuties in here, man. We'll get an hour out of the cells. <laughs> okay. Next up. LSD monkeys. Let's go to the next article. Christy, can you read this one? No. But why? I'm just... Can you read it? I hate the monkey. I love the monkey news. Fine. I'll read this one, but will you read the next one? Actually, Greg, will you read this one? The monkey news? Yeah. A wild monkey chase. Do Ken Casey's LSD-dosed apes still roam La Honda? I don't know. Let's find out. I can't wait to find out. No fucking idea what's happening right now. Last month, I found myself in La Honda for the very first time. Do you know where that is? I'll no look it up. fucking idea. Is a Mexican dude talking about his Honda? Oh. <laughs> this cozy corner of the Santa Cruz Mountains is best go. known for providing safe havens over the years for the likes of Steve Jobs, Neil Young, and Ken Casey. I was there visiting friends who'd recently purchased a house Nestled, as is the entire town, in a vast sea of towering redwoods. Still no idea what the fuck is going so on. So this is this is like an op-ed 
I, it's just like an, it's awesome. like an opinion piece, and it just it's just like this lady's story. See, this is what I get for when I don't read them. Kids I knew talked about the shaved Clyde. What talked about the shaved? Some had seen one. At first, they thought it was a little kid, a lost kid or something, because it it was a little bit taller than knee high and it was bald, or at least kind of patchy, a little mangy, right? And so at first, they would talk about this lost kid, but then other people said no. That's a monkey because other people had seen this patchy, mangy dog monkey too. Damn, they're really being hard on this monkey. Is that really what it says? Yeah. Yeah. Jesus. (laughs) So today, uh, Casey was infamous in the 60s for regularly throwing LSD-laced... right? Huh? Ken Kesey, right? Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, continue. Okay, who is Ken Kesey? I don't know. Was infamous in the 60s for regularly throwing LSD-laced ragers there. Frequent guests included the Grateful Dead, Keezy's Band of Merry Pranksters, and an abundance of writers including Thomas Thompson, Allen Ginsberg, Tom Wolfe, and Frank Reynolds. In 1969, Ginsberg wrote the poem, that's a long title, about the night of Keezy's La Honda home. Wolfe later wrote about hanging out there at the electric Kool-Aid acid test. Yeah, he wrote that book, right? The electric Kool-Aid acid test? Yeah. I'm sure he did. I cannot find one person from La Honda who will do an interview about La Honda without a cloak of anonymity. It's like a village. Uh, my friend, blah, 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 LSD. Oh, had explained when Ken Kesey and the LSD monkeys. So he directed me to a friend, blah, 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 Clyde. Dude, why, why are all these... They gave monkeys... Hold on. So kids, La Honda had nicknamed... So Clyde says in 1980, sending the monkeys were so common kids Lahanda had nicknamed them the shaved what the fuck i'm going on a limb right now i know we're not doing a vote i'm voting this is the worst fucking article ever <laughs> i vote for the next article move on Holy move article Chris, christy you're up with this article now off to our uh our, our associate in the field christy how's it going out there with our next article <laughs> this this looks like it's more our speed christy fucking sure christy are you on the scene can you hear us too much candy Man dies from eating bags of black licorice because uh, it tastes like shit. Sounds like something you would do. I fucking, can you imagine? Christy, Christy loves that black, black licorice. Black licorice sucks so bad. Can you imagine eating so much Christy of it? sucks black licorice. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I was very unprofessional. Back to you, Christy. <laughs> A Massachusetts construction worker's love of black licorice wound up costing him his life. Good riddance. Sorry. Back to you, Christy. Eating a bag and a half every day for a few weeks threw his nutrients out of whack and caused the 54-year-old man's heart to stop. Even a small amount of licorice you eat can increase your blood pressure a little bit, said the cardiologist. Um, Massachusetts General Hospital, huh? Wasn't that where you were born? <laughs> Massachusetts, yes. Not in the not in the general. Not in the hospital. general, just the general hospital. My mother did watch a lot of General Hospital. Back to you, Biff. <laughs> <laughs> My mother still watches General Hospital. Back to you, Christy. <laughs> I didn't even know it could really hurt you like that. That sounds like Who this doctor's inept. Anyway, exactly. That's why it's never been a thing. He's the only guy in the history. And now he's dead, so we don't have to worry about his seed spreading or anything. So next, <laughs> licorice can increase your blood. But this sounds like an inept doctor. He's like, I don't fucking know what to tell you. <laughs> he ate a lot of licorice. Look, he he drank all day. He smoked all night. Yeah, 
Uh, he loved to do a little blow, but you know, it was the licorice. It was a licorice. Bag of day. <laughs> we found a lot of licorice in his gut. What else do we say? He collapsed while having lunch at a fast food restaurant. Wasn't he that dangerously though, yeah. almost burned himself with his cigarette and he was pissed drunk. <laughs> that fucking licorice he he strikes again. Dangerously low potassium. Does licorice do that? I think he just already had it, which led to heart rhythm and other problems. They did CPR. He was revived, but died the next day. Because he went for another bag Choking of licorice. Choking on a fucking <laughs> hunk of licorice. That fucking lecherous fuck. I guess I could go for some licorice. He collapsed while at a fast food restaurant. McDonald's representative said... It's the McDonald's licorice. McDonald's representative said it was licorice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we saw that guy every day. He was in here every day. Okay. We know. <laughs> okay. Next up, wow. evicted baboon. Wait, can we all vote? What? Black licorice fucking sucks. Yes, 100% vote. How the Nobody fuck does that, that even... I don't who even eats like Twizzlers. It? I'm more of a white licorice Why? guy myself. Right. Take easy. Take it easy <laughs> with fucking Twizzlers. Twizzlers. I mean, come on. Twizzlers are fucking... Everybody loves Twizzlers. No, yes. they don't. Black licorice, though, sucks. Yes. So does red licorice. <laughs> white licorice, however. <laughs> Delicious. <laughs> Uh, now, this is some monkey, monkey news that I think is a little different. Troublesome South African baboon evicted for raiding homes. Cape Town, South Africa. Take it away, Isaiah. Uh, thank you, Christy. <laughs> Kataza already had a lengthy rap sheet with Cape Town authorities, so when he organized a band of others to raid a series of suburban homes, he was captured. Now he sleeps at a local prison, although I can, I, dude, honestly, I'm, this is completely, I don't know if they're talking about a human or not. I, the only reason I know they're talking about a, a baboon is because there's a picture of one, and I'm hoping it. Because I know, <laughs> I know there's some people down in South Africa that are still super fucking racist, and it, <laughs> dude, <laughs> dude, the fucking apartheid, that shit's like the fucking realest shit. Yeah, I know, but this would be a bit extreme for that. I, I think don't think the, so. I think the picture of the fucking monkey in the news article. That might be throwing us off. Although he sees, I have my finger on my ears like I'm in a real like. <laughs> uh, although there is a social media campaign for him to be returned to his old stomping grounds, Kataza is a baboon. One of a few hundred urban baboons who live around Cape Town and are often a nuisance when they invade properties looking for food. Are you convinced it's a monkey head? Uh, we still don't know, Christy. <laughs> oh We're waiting God. for absolute proof. We can't. We don't. Uh, we want to be due. We want to do our due diligence when it comes to reporting <laughs> out here. Kataza broke up with my girlfriend Christy six months ago, <laughs> and he deserves to live in the filth that he does. I have a bone to pick with Kataza. <laughs> as a. Uh, <laughs> Um. Yeah, so I guess this they got a, a monk, this baboon's a leader, and look at him. He looks like he's got. You see him down there at the very bottom. He looks like he's he got a little collar on him. He looks like he's ready to fuck some shit up. <laughs> he looks like he's he's just got that look in his eye, like he's about to get a band of other monkeys, and they're gonna go. <laughs> they're gonna. They're he's a bad rid of, seed. He's a bad seed. Why you get out of here, Kataza? <laughs> they know he he's. <laughs> All right, guys. I'm sorry. Okay, recycle. This next article you might have seen on your Facebook news feed. Uh, if you've ever... Wait, what? Christy, why don't you read this one? No, I just want to know. I would love to read I don't this know one. if she's grossed out. So please, Christy, please. I think Gary really wants to read it. Gary, go ahead. 
Thanks, Carol. More than 320,000 used condoms have been confiscated. You didn't even read the fucking headline. Used condoms. Thanks, Carol. Used condoms <laughs> being washed and resold as police raid Vietnamese factory. Mm, those Vietnamese. <laughs> this is a lot of them, too. This is like a lot of it. Lot More of than 320,000 used condoms have been confiscated after police officers discovered workers washing and reshaping them, reshaping them, <laughs> to be wrapped around Some of BS. them are a little blown out, Gary. <laughs> you know, they at least they're cleaning up the oceans, Gary. I don't know if Christie's more grossed out by the fact that they're reusing condoms or that they're just using condoms. We don't know. <laughs> According to the VN Explorer News website, the 32-year-old woman who rents the factory told officials someone delivers thousands of used condoms to her. I don't know where the fuck they come from, and I don't ask. <laughs> no, she told us they someone delivers thousands of used condoms to her each month. Her alleged role in the production is to clean, dry, <laughs> reshape, and sort condoms under unhygienic... Not that means OSHA is not supervising this condom how you, washing. How do you do that in a hygienic situation? Before <laughs> making them, you know how some hookers will put a condom on with the with their mouth. She does that a thousand times a day. And she does it's opposite. She, on one of those ring holders. <laughs> I like to think she she was quoted as saying, "I like to think of them as little Twinkies. I just kind of got to suck the cream out." And uh, she was quoted as saying, "Any job that can be done can be done well." <laughs> Police say they found close to 360 kilograms of sheaths that were destined to be sold on the market later on. I believe that's a slang term for condom sheaths. Wow. That's a... That's <laughs> I... Wow. Like this guy that write, wrote this article now sounds like he's buying them. He's like, we call them sheaths. Inspectors are also understood to have found thousands of condoms which had already been cleaned and packed, ready to be sold to unsuspecting customers. I... I think they were at least semi-suspecting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this one's not in a wrapper and it's kind of warm. Uh, it's kind of warm. But it's a good price. There's no lube. It's very it's, dry. It's brittle. It's very brittle. It has my name on it. And my mom usually puts my name on mine. So I, I think that I've seen this one before. What are the odds that one guy ended up getting the same condom twice? Is it is it a moral thing? to? I mean, if she's cleaning them, I mean... They are clean. What's the big deal? <laughs> no? I, I don't know. What... Well, do don't ask Christy. This? She's never. She don't know what a condom is. <laughs> <laughs> Zing! All of the ones that were found were unpackaged and unlabeled. Vietnamese newspaper Tua Tre News reported. Provincial Market Management Director Tra Van Tung said the condoms had been confiscated to use as evidence. Although he's keeping a couple behind <laughs> because he met a hot chick during this case. Dude, how do so many condoms? end up in the ocean over there. I've never seen a condom in the... I mean, I know condoms. I mean, it's the ocean's most of the earth. There's condoms in the ocean. In the ocean? Is that is that where they're coming That's from? what they said, yeah. Did they're it fishing them it? out of the ocean. I'm almost positive that's what it said, right? What the fuck? All right, either that or you just confess to being a conspirator, and I want the reward money. <laughs> you know a lot There's about... There's big the business in reselling condoms. It's <laughs> <laughs> a lot of money. Reselling condoms. There's no way they're fucking washing up on the beach. Who they're the, finding them somewhere. The? What do they just like? Cr like fucking walk around and poke around and find them. I don't know. I I, I don't know why I assumed that. I don't know, that's a little. I'm sorry. Because you, when you're finished, 
You and Carol jump in the car and you drive to the sea. Like, let's get throw rid of it thing in for good. This <laughs> is maybe it's a Vietnamese thing. I'd say it, it, it's like a spiritual thing. You have to throw your seed in the ocean because you can't let it touch the land. Look at these bags. It's like a bag. It looks like pasta or something. There's <laughs> <laughs> like a colander. There's like a colander. Like they're like boiling for a few minutes. They're sifting it out. We clean them very well. They're not. There's nothing to worry about. A bowl was eaten with pasta sauce by the inspector, and he said, well, these are pretty good. All right, guys. Next article and our final article. This is our last one. And, of course, all these articles can be found out in the notes if you, if you want to read, read through them with us. This is the last one. MTA, which is, stands for the Manhattan Transportation Association, board... To officially ban pooping in subways and buses. Wait, wait. (laughs) The MTA, the Manhattan Transportation Association. I don't know. What do you think it sounds like? I don't know. I'm not going to. Let's skip the first four words of the article and assume that. (laughs) I'm sorry. Go ahead. What do you think MTA stands for? Let me ask you something, Greg. You ever been on a New York subway? It, it tells you. It does? Yeah, it's the Metropolitan Transportation Authority. It's way Authority. out of the article, though. What you, is it? Metropolitan no, it's, what? It's like it's like literally the Metropolitan sentence. Transportation what? Authority. Authority. Huh? Authority. I wasn't so far off. I was going to say I had trans- I was a third right. It used to be, to be fair, until 1989, it was the Manhattan Transportation Authority. Association. <laughs> 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 I just made that one up. Sorry, that's... Uh, that's my fault. That's on me. Sorry, Chrissy. You're fucking reading ahead. Good for you. Back to you, Mike. Oh, sorry, Chrissy. Read so fucking fast. Buddy, fucking da. Back to you. The only number two allowed on the MTA is the train line. <laughs> if only that were true. I can't tell you how many times I've seen a shit on the train. Human shit? Human shit. What else? Where are they? Like in your experience, are they mostly on the seat, on the floor? All over. There's nothing. There's no part that's not cut. That doesn't have shit on it. They hose them down every day. But all of them, you think they all get hosed down every day? I mean, for the most part. I mean, they kind of go in and they look around and like, eh, it doesn't seem too bad. And they hose it a little less. At least they'll do the floor. But if they're like, oh, there's shit on the ceiling today. So they hose down the fucking ceiling. (laughs) I'm I'm almost after being in New York for for the period of time I was in. By the end, I was convinced a lot of the homeless dudes do it so they can have an empty train car to themselves. So if they if, if they take a dump in a train car, I mean, who it clears the fuck I can, it cleans the it clears the train car. There's no one's coming on that. They take two steps on. They take two. They get the right the fuck off. And I can I can sleep next to my own shit. You know, it's my shit. That yeah, whatever. It's my brand. But nobody else is getting on that train car. Doesn't matter if it's fucking rush hour. I've been in the subway. Have you ever seen a homeless guy actually in the act? Not in the act, but I've I've been in the subway when a guy came on came in coded in his own shit. Uh, so that works also. Jesus. And I have seen just like actual shit on there. But if you'll be, it'll be dead. It'll be height of rush hour. Every fucking car is packed. As many people get off, twice as many get on, and it's just it's like Japan packed, right? And then you'll see the train pulling up, and it'll be packed car, packed car, packed car, empty car, packed car. That empty cart, everyone is like, oh, I'm going to get on there. Dude, (laughs) the fucking doors open. People get, like, within a foot of it and just fucking go the other way. And there's one homeless guy on there, and there's shit on there, and nobody else is going to fucking do it. Nobody else is getting on that train. Genius. It's genius, dude. It's fucking genius. They run the city. Now, is there a subculture of guys that are like, I don't care. 
I'm going on with the homeless guy. And then you see, pack car, pack car, pack One guy and a homeless <laughs> and a, guy. And a, one guy, one hipster and a homeless guy. I'm he's not a, letting he's him. got a headset on. He's going, bye, bye, bye. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I run this fucking city. <laughs> the dirty, uh, the Metropolitan Transportation Authority's board is slated to formally ban defecating on its subways, buses, and transit facilities during the me- during its meetings on Wednesday. The dirty deed is already barred under current rules. Which subject any riders to a $100 fine? That's it. $100 for taking a shit. Creating a nuisance, hazard, or unsanitary conditions, including, but not limited to, spitting or urinating. Uh, can I still ejaculate, sir? <laughs> uh, w- uh, yes. <laughs> we're not God. We're not going to be able to stop <laughs> that on the Manhattan trains. <laughs> we're, not, we're not monsters. Of course. But the rule change... Will specifically add defecating to the list of bodily ex- expulsions. Oh, it's beautiful. The meeting was postponed when a homeless man came into the clerk's office and took a shit. <laughs> <laughs> We've been holding indefinite recess because every time we try to come in here, he takes a shit. I thought that was a fun one. What do you guys think? This is a longer this is a longer article than I thought. I love New York. Like this type of shit is like just. Just happened. I didn't know we had to make that a rule. <laughs> they all right? said. I know. <laughs> it's like, how is that already, are not already illegal? No, we're all right. We're officially banning it. Like, who's it going to stop? Who's it going to stop? If you're shitting on the subway, you already don't give a fuck about anything. Who's it going to stop? What's it doing? Why are you wasting your time with that? Why don't you make a different law that... What the fuck? <laughs> now, like, was... So now, like, some ladies, like... There's a homeless guy that shit on this fucking car, and the cops are like, yeah, he's well within his legal rights. He's, he can, he's allowed. Him. There's no law that says he can't. He's man. goddamn America. If a man wants to shit to take over his own subway car and ride it until when? I don't know. When does when does that plan run out? I don't know, man. They have to get off to eat. I guess. Well, Could I mean, he just make like a off. camp and be like, I'm shitting. I'm gonna have this one for like well, the two dude weeks. that sat next to me covered in his own shit was eating. He he had a he had a he had a See, the man that sat next to you. <laughs> yeah, and for about five <laughs> yeah. stops, I questioned him on. I tried. I tried to win, dude. I was the only one left on there, and I'm like, I'm I, in my in my mind. I was like, I'm not letting him win. I'm not letting him win. I made it about two stops, and I had to get off. And I can't smell Wendy's French fries to this day without immediately smelling the crossover of smells. Because there's a there's a note in Wendy's French fries, and there's a note in that man's shit that was the same. Whoa. That was the same. I don't know if it was some kind of grease or some kind of seasoning. Did he have pigtails? Was it also going? Was <laughs> Or it just was the note. It was just the, there was like what, there was like a specific you know like, like an they, oaky like an oaky there's, undertone. There's something in there in his shit smell, but also in the smell of the French fries. And I'm like, <laughs> just Wendy's, just Wendy's French fries. Yeah, because that's what he had. He had. A I think with French several fries. sessions of hypnosis, we could get you back into some Wendy's <laughs> French fries. <laughs> and it may also involve like an aggressive homeless man rape on your part. But we need to get you back. Whatever, into the we Wendy's. gotta get her back on the Wendy's. <laughs> Whatever you gotta do, please. Okay, thank you everybody. This has been the news. I hope everybody enjoys. But now, how about another word from our sponsors? <laughs> Thanks, Chrissy. I <laughs> uh, thought we couldn't hear you for a second. Thank you very much. <laughs> this episode of Road Soda is brought to you by Fubra. Excuse me, ma'am. Can you reach the dry bologna loaf for me? It doesn't seem out of your reach, sir, but okay. I'm sorry, I just...
can't reach my hands up that high or my belly will hang out my shirt. I see. I know just the thing. You need a FUBRA. A what? Here, have a look. Holy smokes! It's like a bra for your FUBRA. That's exactly what it is. It's time to stop living with embarrassment with FUBRA. Its unique patented design comfortably straps around your waist and over your shoulders. An individually sized cup with a soft, cooling inner lining gently holds and supports your FUBRA. Sir, let me get that for you. I can get it! Thanks, FUBRA! You can make fart noises. <laughs> Masturbation bagel camping. Okay. You ever been? I mean, it's all the rage of my family. If you're going camping, you got to have a bagel. And we all know what we're doing at some point. Do you masturbate with the bagel? Like put your dick in What do you hole? think? We're crazy? Of course we put our dick Homemade in the bagel. Homemade cream cheese. That's like a scale. <laughs> How much you like it? We talking masturbation, bagel, or camping? I mean, that's a masturbation bagel right there. Those are, that's a... Any bagel could be a masturbation bagel uh, if you work at it. I, I wouldn't use an everything bagel. It's real scratchy. You don't want to toast your bagel Extra either. Extra flavor, though. I mean, All I don't spices. Even. You're probably one of those sickos that toast it first, aren't you? <laughs> uh, I love it. I love the way it scrapes. Why are you watching Cuties and toasting bagels again? <laughs> hey, uh, Cuties. Now that's a movie. <laughs> well, we can all sit here and reminisce on last week's Millennial Book Club. This is the Millennial Book Club where we're just fucking watching Netflix originals. We give you the show to watch, and then we come back the next week, and we all talk about it. So I hope everybody watched the social diorama, diarrhea, diamima. It's the social dilemma. Come on, guys. Give me something. <laughs> there we go. Tech experts sound the alarm on the dangerous human impact of social networking. That about sums it up real uh, alarmist mm -hmm. the whole thing mm -hmm. it was it was pretty hardcore alarmist. that is a hardcore alarmist they're like it's all fucking over you're nothing but a a node in a computer you piece of but, shit but hold on though don't downplay it it is a fucking real thing there is a lot of shit going on to keep people on that shit yeah but it's like the everyone is affected to an extent but the people that are marching out in the streets and the people that are like going to shoot up a pizza place because of quote unquote Pizzagate being propagated because of the algorithm as like the lowest denominator of person. It's like the, the tiniest amount of people are doing that. That's not really what they were talking about though. I don't think the Pizzagate people. Well, they did mention it. They well, did I mean, mention, they did part of the, well, they, should we, so we know Grant doesn't have a television. So can we explain to Grant? Grant has a cell phone and he watches now. Honestly, we haven't heard from Grant in a while. I don't know if Grant's still listening. It's you got to charge that cellular telephone if you want to pick up the program. Come on, Grant. <laughs> Where are you at, man? It's been a while. So all of these things, and you know what? Can I I, think, wait, can I do the quick synopsis of The Social Dilemma? Yeah, of course. I've, I've not been on for a while, so I just... Please, synops, synops away. So The Social Dilemma, 
is a documentary, and you can interrupt at any point, but I think this is going to be super concise. Mockumentary. You're going to die trying to squeeze something in. Mockumentary. There you go. You got one. I got one in. <laughs> it, is a, it is a documentary with like kind of high-level people from several, several of the bigger yeah. social media companies that no longer work for Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, whatever the fuck they are. Uh, it was a documentary trying to sound the alarm of how important the... How dangerous. How dangerous the overuse and the over-integration, like how much it's taking over our lives, this social media stuff. And then in the midst of it, which I liked, they intertwined like a... <clears throat> a little narrative. A little there, yeah. fictional story that kind of, you know, uh, hitting on some of the points about how what the, what the downsides are to it. Right. Which I liked, by the way. I thought that was pretty cool. We were talking yeah. about that in the yeah. hallway. And... Um, Almost got left out there. It almost got left out there. I, I liked it. There was a couple parts that were like, that is very true to life, I think. you know, I yeah. think it touched everybody's life because if you're someone that doesn't use it at all, that was represented kind of. Mm -hmm. The angry sister. You guys are such dorks. Right. I want to just granola crunch, whatever the fuck it was. I'm know. on a computer. I'm better because I'm on a computer, not a phone. I don't know. Was she on a computer? At the, at the beginning, they're like, well, look at you. She's like, it's not a phone. It was like the first scene where you see like an actual, like with a, it's like the first acting scene that's not a part of the documentary. Yeah. They're all in like the kitchen and they're like the kids like staring at her phone and like the youngest daughters, clearly the only daughter between the two parents. The rest are obviously from a previous marriage because it's a mixed couple. And the only daughter that looks like right. the mixed couple is the youngest one. And uh, she's like fucking face to her phone. And then everyone's like making, well, the sister's like, oh, what do you think you're better? She's like, it's a computer. And you can see the glow on her screen. But uh, yeah, that's uh, that well, was her plight. So you you obviously don't think social media is that big of a deal. For um, no, I think it is. Of course it is. It's it's it really, really is. And they, they touch on a lot of things that we've this is this is almost an expansion on the great hack. You remember when we watched the great hack? Yes. Um, so yeah, the great hack was that show or the, the Netflix original that we watched that talked that, about the how, cooking show. How I, I remember it. Yes. It was with, uh, John Favreau John talking Favreau. about why the world is getting ruined by tech. It was, it was this one where they talked about the company Cambridge Analytica, which is just a data analytics company. And also, so they purchased a bunch of data from Facebook and then they went back to Facebook and then purchased ads and stuff to sway votes and to sway voting. It was the reason why you saw uh, Mark Zuckerberg up in front of like during the deposition and everything. I was that that was because of that, All right? So this is and they explained it. They explained it on that one how data is now the most. Uh, it's what America produces. It's our biggest it's, export. It's, it's the world. It's not just. It's not. It's the biggest. The, Come on, the, really? The most they valuable. Want, they want Thailand's information. They talk. You didn't watch enough to see that Myanmar. When you buy a phone, they upload you every. So everyone in. If you go to Thailand, Vietnam, my kids Myanmar, know about this. By the way, they're pissed because PewDiePie is supposed to be the number one largest subscribed thing, but the Indian syndicate thing you're talking about. I think it's Indian, right? What? It's called like T3 or something. They yeah. upload. T3 into every device. It's just Facebook. They were talking about, so if you have, if, oh, in, in Myanmar, in Myanmar specifically is the, 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 um, the example they gave was if you go and you purchase a phone, every single phone, it's uploaded. Uh, as soon as you buy it, they put Facebook on it. They create you an account and then they give you the phone. And a lot of people, the only thing they even know exists on the phone is Facebook in Myanmar. And then of course the people that run the company, all they have to do is purchase ads and purchase 
stuff to sort of, and then it goes to everybody that's got a phone and they can sway the population. And it created like a huge uprising against the Muslim population, a certain, a specific sect of a Muslim population there. And there's like big riots and everything. They're all putting the weight on Facebook. So it's like everybody in the world uses Facebook. Everyone's got cell phones and everything. And data is the most valuable commodity, I guess, worth more than oil as was expressed by the great hack. But like, And now, another word from our sponsors. This episode of Road Soda is brought to you by Just The Tip. Rich people bribe their way through life, even putting their kids through college. The rest of us can't do that. But now there's Just The Tip, the all-new tipping app that allows you to bribe without any money. That's right, with Just The Tip, put your mouth where your money isn't. Whose dick do I gotta suck around here for a drink? Before, you had no idea whose dick you had to suck. Now just pull out your phone and our algorithm will show you exactly who. Thank God for Just The Tip. I would have never got that drink. Just The Tip allows average Joe to be treated like a sultan. A dick-sucking sultan. I, the, the, it's just these, it's a bunch of super guilty fucking rich guys that are now acting like martyrs. And this whole thing is very reminiscent of just the Manhattan Project, which the Manhattan Project was the big, massive group of researchers and the name of the, the research project that created the atom bomb. So it's a bunch of scientists who are just like, nuclear power, like this, this could change the world. And then everybody who was originally working on it, yeah, it was in wartime, but they were also, asked, they were also like nuclear physicists who studied this shit their whole life for the betterment of the planet. They're like, nuclear power, if we can discover this, we can run cities on this stuff. We can, it's so much cleaner, it's all this amazing stuff. And then all of a sudden one day they make it and the guys are like, thanks, we're gonna go drop a bomb and kill like 100 million, or not 100, 100,000 people in a, in a fucking split second. And at that moment, when it was first like came out, I think it was um, Oppenheimer came out and he quoted the Mahabharata and he was like, and now I am become death the the destroyer of worlds and he like because he realized that every he he didn't go to school and learn to be a nuclear physicist thinking he was going to destroy the world just like these guys didn't create the like button and didn't create facebook thinking they're going to destroy the world the guy even said he's like we thought when we created the like button it was a way to like spread good stuff we didn't know on the other end of that was going to be a bunch of depressed teenagers killing themselves because they're not getting enough likes like we're doing what we think is good once it's out there it's up to the it's up to everybody else to you know, how they use it and whatnot. I feel like it, it is a big deal thing because it's centralizing all the different things that, you know, like what you were just talking about right there. The, the number one thing that walked that I walked away from was how they're talking about how suicides are up and, yeah. they're, and they're linking it to cell phone usage and, and social media usage. And I didn't get enough likes and, you know, they didn't whatever. Right. I don't look as pretty as the girls in the magazine that get Instagrammed. I mean, that's that's happening no matter what, though. That's not Instagram. That that right. was happening in fucking 1721. You're right. Look at her fucking hoop skirt. I look like a But now tramp. because you're not just exposed to the 20 or 30 girls in your school, the 20 and 30 girls in your small little town, you're exposed to the 300 million girls in all across the world that feel the same way. And then it puts you in a place where you can all connect. And then one girl's like, I'm thinking about killing myself. I'm going to do it. And then they all like, it just creates this massive 
negative echo chamber where your your shit ideas bounce off of other shit ideas and and you have positive reinforcement for shit ideas and that's what they were talking about because the entire thing is that uh, they talk about how fake the fake news on there spreads better and more quickly than real news because that's it's always been true right exactly ever since the 1800s in the 1800s they used to put fake articles in newspapers just because nobody was reading nobody's reading the fucking newspaper i don't know tell them they saw an alien and they fucking put it in the newspaper and now everyone reads the newspaper again so this shit's been going on no matter what the the problem isn't the tool the problem isn't the thing the problem is human nature and they never once like they kind of brushed on it they kind of got real close to it like at the very beginning the guy talks about he's like you know i'm starting i'm addicted to my email which fuck you you're addicted to email bud that's like being addicted to weed you ever suck dick for weed? <laughs> I'm addicted to fucking email. But he's like, I'm addicted to email. And then I'm, you know, he's working for Google and he ripes it. He's like, every night I'm going home and I'm writing up this call to action, you know, PowerPoint program. And I get to work and I send it to everybody one day talking about like, what are we doing? Like this thing's destroying everything. And everyone's talking about. And then the, the CEO of Facebook, I know he was, they mentioned it to him in three different meetings that day. They mentioned it to him. And then I'm like, wow, something's going to happen. And then all of a sudden it just disappeared. It's like, no shit, it disappeared. Because the problem that is being caused, the way to solve, like, why would, the, why would they ever solve that problem? They have they have investors. They have people who, who are putting money and they need to make more money next year. And, and the problem that you're voicing, the only way to solve it is to make less money next year. Why the fuck would they do that? Why the fuck would any one of these companies ever try to solve these problems when... The problem is is human nature and greed. It's at the very fucking bottom, and that's never going. It's never going. And like they talk about towards the end, they're like, "Oh, you know, the, the regulations, or maybe we can the, the, these different ideas." No, okay, so let's say you do tax it. So then all that fucking tax money then goes into the government, and then you have the fucking people in the government abusing it the same fucking way. Like there's there's no solving the the problem. Isn't the tool the problem? Isn't the problem is human nature, and we're just a fucking bunch of chimpanzees that have been giving. AK-47s. I mean, we don't know how to fucking use this shit, and we never will. We never will. Ever. Ever. I, I also took issue with the guy that says he's addicted to email, because I'm like, dude... It's an email. It's a Silicon Valley guy <laughs> whose whole life is under the microscope, and he's like, I'm not going to lie. I've been eating a little bit too much of that Whole Foods flax granola. You know you know, he's doing right. some weird shit like everyone else. Yeah, he goes but he's home like, all right, eat. guilty, too many emails. But <laughs> you other people have a problem with your sick obsessions. I the fucking guy's a dick. Yeah, all these guys. Every single one of these is just white guy after white guy. Wait, but how about the Pinterest guy? Yeah. Let's get into some of the real... Because there is reality. People are always... Yes. My wife will sit there and fucking just scroll and scroll and scroll. Yes. I'm not going to lie. I have an Instagram account for one thing. Tits. Butts. Butts. All right. Top. So for two things. That's the first word outside of <laughs> that Christy has said. And you're on a fucking... You're batting a thousand right now. <laughs> I mean, that's what I use my. So I'm not going to get like addicted to that. You know, it's not like. But I, you know what? I can see the allure of some of them. Yeah. Especially if I was younger. Mm-hmm. My kids are on YouTube all the time. They don't even think that they're. That they're spending that much time. I was like, how long do you think you were on YouTube? There was a point that a guy made where he was like, at the very end, by the yes, way. Yes, the very very end. Boy, I was yeah. like, this thing went on for an hour and thirty minutes. At the end, the guy was like, listen, here's the things. And they're common sense things, but it's like, yeah. Probably... It's parenting. Nobody wants to be a good parent. Right. Nobody. And, well, during this COVID thing, dude, the kids just don't have the opportunities they used to have. It's not right. like you can't go out and do stuff. Right. So they're even more driven to their fucking screens. Exactly. You know? My kid's like, dude, I only get to see my buddies when we play Fortnite at night. And I'm like, but... that's fair. All right, fuck it. So then it's like, but you're playing like five hours of fucking Fortnite, like especially before school started. 
fucking four or five nights a week. You know, it's like, I want to see my fucking friends. And I'm like, all right. And they have a fucking good time. Like, it's cool shit. They're all, they're fucking around like they were sitting in someone's living room, you mm-hmm. know, or like run, whatever. They're not getting the exercise, but otherwise, they're I, socializing. I'm totally behind it. Yeah, I don't give a shit. They're shooting fake little things. They're all dressed up like chicks in tight suits and they're like, it sounds fucking awesome. I'm going to take my weapons off and fucking, what, it's like, what the fuck, dude? But whatever. I mean, there's just, that's what they have available. Right. But I do see with the scroll and the shit stuff that they put on there to, the, they had um you probably never saw Mad Men but they had the the dude that was himself by three that was like ooh let's get Isaiah on let's show boobs yes let's get a fucking thing from that that guy that's a real thing that's yes definitely a real thing and that's really the only bad guy you see in this thing because all the other stuff well it's not a real guy it's an algorithm that's doing it so that guy no, was I'm just pretty sure be... that guy it's just <laughs> that guy's like he's doing he's he's real overworked that that triplet is that. Real process that part of it that's just all about getting people to stay on longer and to click on shit more or whatever yes that's the only real bad guy because it's taking people's life you don't get any fucking value in your life from sitting there and clicking going oh fucking fails i want to see someone do this oh now this oh she's kind of hot what is she talking about right Right. what's the next thing you know there's no value in that and how many hours a day are americans i don't care about Myanmar. no offense Myanmar. All of our Myanmar well, listeners. Goddamn American. How many Americans? I'm just saying, let's just pick a spot, America. Mm-hmm. How many Americans in a day, how many American on man average? hours on, on average are being pissed away completely? So for like one person? Just no, like for the whole fucking uh, the whole country hours every day. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. It's th- you have three hundred million people on average, and then like how many? I, I would say at least eighty percent of them are on have a phone. You know, you know I mean, there's accounting. probably a couple of rapists that could be like plotting and finding a better corner, something less well lit, mm-hmm. maybe breaking a light bulb, play, doing shit, yeah. getting shit done. They're on the fucking phones just looking at, oh, wow, Wayfair really does have some cool fucking furniture yeah, or whatever, exactly. you know. But that's, <laughs> that's like a, a small percentage. There's so much more just fucking... Yeah. Uh, and it's and, and because they... It just rubs that spot in your brain. Where you're it like, does. It's deep anyone. in your brainstem. It, yeah. it tickles that... It tickles your... That gambling thing. The Am I going to get a treat? If I go here, what yeah. are they? I'm gonna get a little treat, and they it's did it. It's a very real thing. It's a very real thing, and they did it on purpose because the longer they keep your face on the phone, the greater the chances are that you purchase something or that you you. They, yeah, that's they what it's slowly, about. By the way, nobody yeah. gives a fuck if you vote for Trump or you no. care about fake news. They just want that fifth ad to come up. Yes, a number because those every- are the people who are paying. So the people, if you're not paying for the product, you are the product. That was a quote for the thing. So that was a quote from the Social Dilemma. The guys. That's very that's very true, and that's I think we all know that. Yes. But when you hear someone say it, you're like, yeah, that's absolutely true. Right. Oh, it's free? So they're... What? And it's not, it's not you might buy something now, you might not buy something today, but when you do need to make a purchase, you will have been conditioned through the many hours you've been scrolling and seeing those ads. When you finally do make the fucking purchase, you'll purchase our product. And those companies are the ones paying Facebook, they pay Google, they pay... Pe- those that's where Google makes their money. That's where Facebook makes their money. It's not they don't make their money on you. And so that so then what does that make Facebook's job? That makes Facebook's job to get you on there as much as possible. And it's not like they're just competing for your time uh, with your outside world. They're competing with time over Google, over Instagram. I mean, they bought Instagram, so it doesn't matter if you're on Instagram or Facebook. It's all Facebook or Pinterest or they're, YouTube. They're, doesn't Google or YouTube. Own YouTube? Um, yeah, so Google owns YouTube. But what I mean is, if you're 
they're competing against each other even within that space. So it's not even just competing with your overall time. It's, and so they're the minutia of, of how much they're trying to fucking to get you into this phone is outstanding, is outstanding. At the end of it all though, at the end of all of that, nobody's got a fucking gun to your head to make you get on this fucking phone. And when it comes to your kids, it's it's no one's fault but yours because your kid doesn't have a fucking job and they can't purchase a fucking phone. So it's and and you got the belt in your pants to pull out and hit the fucking kid with. So it's no no one's fault but yours for how much time that kid ultimately spends on the phone. If you the guy talks about it, he's like, oh, you can set how much time do you think you should spend on the phone? Like you know, depending on what it is, if it's COVID or Spoken over COVID, like the father of a two year old of a kid that doesn't have a fucking. Hey, I'll hey, tell man. you right now, no Disney, boom, problem solved. None of this shit. Boom. He's gonna be in Kempo. He's gonna be fucking Kempo. He's you gonna know be Kempo eating is. wheat bran. All that. Sh- I'm gonna do it right. Then right, flash mean- forward. And you're like, oh my god, there's such a pain in the ass. Here, take this fucking thing. Go sit in front of fucking Disney. Let's get like, out of my face. Oh my god, I can get back on my Facebook. I fucking mm-hmm. missed this. Exactly. Uh, exactly. It has to. It has to also start with you. So it's like, how much? I mean, you you would have to. You can't just make your kids do something and then not do it yourself. So you have to do it as like a family. Okay, so whenever we sit down on a family, and she fucking tried to do that with that like cookie jar and that was my favorite scene of the whole thing. And the kid goes up and fucking breaks into it. She's got her fucking science class goggles. Oh, just get the science goggles that everyone's got in every kitchen. Dude, listen, that's a dramatization to a certain extent, but I fucking guarantee you, a lot of moms watched that and they were like. That is my fucking daughter, Brittany. Fuck yep. yeah. So what, what the, the, she, the mom saw this ad. She did like one of these little time safes. And she went, we're going to have a nice little dinner. She took everyone's phone, threw in a little time safe. And she said, it's set for an hour. And she put it on the table. And within like two minutes, everyone's kind of getting a little on edge. Mm-hmm. Except They're just the, scratching their neck like fucking. Except gonna, the sister that was like, oh, you people are all such fucking savages. I'm ready to read a book. You fucking people. And then the little girl goes, I got to go get another fork. She gets up and fucking smashes the fucking thing. And then they're all like, what the fuck? And she just like, ah, scroll, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm scroll. Gonna... Sweet, Because sweet. that's how kids My are precious. In. Like, do you remember when you were like 14, 15, pick the age? You needed to know where everyone was at. Like your five buddies or whatever. If they're there and you're at home, you're missing out. Every yeah. second you're at home with these old people and this fucking peas and fucking steak, you're missing out. Like I got to get back over there and find out what's yeah. going on. There's nothing going on, but you got to be there. Right. That's what this shit is, dude. And Constantly. it's just helping you stretch it out when you're 40. People are watching their walls, looking at... Like, you always want to know where your ex-girlfriend's from 20 years ago. You don't care. And it doesn't matter. Now it's proven they're not doing a fucking thing. It's You know what? They Scientists met a guy. He's finally proven. He's not the guy you hoped. That was a complete fucking reject. But it's not... It's totally banal. And you still want to know. Yeah. I mean, I don't. I, I mean, there's definitely times in my day where I'm like, I don't fucking... There's like nobody right now, that I'm, you're looking at like, oh, I'm kind of curious what... Oh, really? Oh, wait a minute. Nobody. I mean, not really. I mean, no. Especially not any... I don't have any ex-girlfriends that I've ever... One, that's the reason I broke up with them, man. <laughs> I don't give a fuck about them. All right. If when it, I mean, I'd like to see where my actual friends are in life. You know, that's nice because I like having a connection with them. I reach out to them. There's, there's, it's a double-edged sword. There's a lot of amazing things. And don't get me wrong. There's times in my day when I'm like, you know what? I want to be entertained. I want to be entertained. I don't have time to watch a full episode of something, but I'm going to like sit down and I'm going to go through my phone. Like I'm going to take a shit. I'm not going to read a book. I'm going to go through my phone right now. Right. And like there, you can portion out times in, in your day, but like it's, 
that's the waters we have to navigate because we're not going backwards. There's no going backwards from here. There's no, they can slap all the regulations they want. No, but on this good forwards. Like right now, I, I love yeah. the idea of having, when I'm scrolling, they get so good at knowing what I want. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's awesome. Instagram, I'm not going to lie, which is kind of creepy. Yeah. Because my fucking feed is like, it knows exactly it's, what you it's want. It's shameful. It's shameful when I follow hundred <laughs> percent. But I'll tell you what, when I'm going through the ads, I'm like, fuck yeah, that could be fucking useful. I'm like, yes. when I'm on Facebook, I'm going through every 10th one. It's like, hey, you sick of being a fat shit? Check me out. I'm ripped. Listen to me. I'm like, nope. Nope. And then five later, hey man, you're a fat fuck looking at Facebook. Check it out. I'm ripped. Get him. Nope. What the fuck do they, I get it, but I'm. I don't I, want it. I don't want it. I'm not I purchasing know, it. I know that the science and shit is like, oh, he stopped. I'm like, if I go even faster, I see the same three dudes yeah. constantly trying to tell me, dude, you're so fucking. Yeah. Can, put down the. <laughs> I can't go any faster. And yet they keep coming up. So I yeah. want the algorithm to get better and be like, all right, we want him on there. We don't mm. need to fat shame all the time. Right. Maybe we could just show, like, put put some random tits on there or something. That's going to keep me on Facebook. Not the rip dude that's like, I'm 24 and I'm just. I'll see you in a couple of minutes. I mean, I fucking hate that guy. I, 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 it is. It's so convenient. It's a convenience. It's a massive convenience. I just, there's no matter what you do, just so, just like how when they first created this thing, when they first created this thing, they said, we didn't know it was going to do that. Whatever regulations they slap on it, whatever changes they make, it's going to be the same thing. And, Ultimately, at the end of it, human nature is going to come out. So you can... And it's not a problem, by the way. That's what we are. That's what we are. I mean, well, so there's that's, no problem that's, there, except that we're wasting a little bit more time right now. Right. Well, they, that's, I mean, that's the real thing. Well, they're talking about the, this the, a civil war and like the whole world going up in flames and everybody fucking dying. Well, that's those five billionaire dudes going, look, we're super and that one, We're so smart. We think we're bringing the world to catastrophe. It's like, no, dude. It's just kind of neat, and there's a lot of ads on it, and right? But and there, but there are there is a group of people, and it is a it's a smaller group of people that are physically taking action. They are going out, they are throwing fucking stones at people, they are setting fire to shit, and it's it's, it's solely based on the shit they see on the online, and has nothing to do with anything else. And that's like, I mean, that's it. I mean, you can't do anything about it, and and you have this this guy that looks like some disgusting inbred dog. Telling everybody to get off Facebook, like he's better than us because he's not on. I don't. I would rather be on social media and not be you any fucking day. You remember that guy in the fucking thing? Yeah. And now here on the View, the fifth, the fifth disgusting lady to be on the View, this guy with his long, oh, that dude, disgusting yeah. gray dread. No, fuck you, dude. And that the dude worst fucking yeah. I don't. No, dude. coming out of that mouth, there's no such thing as a good point. It's just and the way he would hold his. And his fucking one he's lazy like the guy outside out the of the Matrix. No, he's, he's like the guy outside the Matrix. I no, like he's not. that guy. He's like the. He, he looks like Quasimodo. I don't like him. I don't like anything that guy said. Any, anything that guy said, I don't want to do the opposite just because I didn't like his face. Listen. And now, another word from our sponsors. Hi, I'm Jaron Lanier. You may know me from The Social Dilemma as the hippie potato, and from my book. 10 Arguments for Deleting Your Social Media Accounts Right Now. My amazing book where I manipulate people to wake up and stop being manipulated by social media. No one followed me on social media or liked anything I posted. I knew this couldn't be my fault, so I wrote a book. I couldn't handle social media and neither can you. I'm here to present my latest book, 11 Reasons Why I'm Better Than You and No Matter What You Do, Always Will Be. 
where I outline every reason you need to fully understand why everything I do is right and everything you do is wrong. For example, reason number one, I am a writer, you're not. Where's your book? And reason number two, I have dreads, you don't. You do? Well, mine are longer. Yours are? Mine are gray. Yours are too? Well, mine were gray first. End of argument. These reasons and more are outlined in this new book. So easy to read and understand, even Whoopi Goldberg gets it. So get my new book now, 11 Reasons Why I'm Better Than You and No Matter What You Do, Always Will Be. Buy it hot off the press. Obviously, I would never digitalize my books. You will see in reason number five of my new book. If you buy digital books, you are shit. If you don't buy them, you are still shit. Don't bother looking for me on social media to see updates of any of my books. My agent thinks I should have at least a Twitter to help sell some copies, but my agent is an idiot and I'm better than them. All I need is the view. Advertising drives everything, mm -hmm. and I, we grew up. All right. three of us are enough in age, close enough in age that we can say we grew up watching TV, and it's like it's the sham wow. Yeah. It's it's a walk. You don't even have to clean it. Or that guy that's like, wow, hold on, you're saying you're telling me I can cook on this three? Get out of here, Jenny. Come on out here from the studio audience. That was how they sold shit, or or they just pound you with the same commercial. You take a sick day from school, and you're gonna get like insurance commercials and fucking buy a coffin and like shit that they expect old people are watching. Right. And you're a kid trying to watch. I guess like, I should buy a coffin. Maybe yeah. I should go to school because these commercials fucking So blow. now they make the ads even more entertaining. Well, then you went on to cable or you went on to like Netflix. You're like, I don't even have to watch ads anymore. Yeah, you pay a little money because now you're paying money. Now, you then, are, now you're not the product. So anymore. then I was thinking to myself, because, you know, I mean, I, ads are like a big part of life. I was like, hey, Tony Soprano, listen. I drink Coke, and I know you drink Coke, but what are we going to do about this fucking loser? Right. That's how I thought it was going to go with the product, and they do that a little bit, you know? But now, they sell it to you, and then they force you to watch a commercial yeah. before the shit that you are paying for. That's how the commercials are in there. And then, also this fucking channel, where it's like, hey, it's a free fucking feed. It's a free thing. Yeah. You want to talk to your friends? Everyone's in on it. You got to go in. You can how about flip that? through the ads so quick. How about, how about that is how they circumvent this thing? You can start paying a subscription to Instagram. You can start paying a subscription to Facebook, and you don't see your ads anymore. That's probably a model that someone's put out there, and it probably will come up. And they, they put it out there, and they're like, you know how much each person will have to pay for a fucking subscription? $50 a fucking month! Because they, they make so much Well, they wouldn't say money. no ads. They wouldn't say that. They would say, hey, it's an ad-free thing. Right. Then they would give you messages or suggested tips tips you know what i mean they you know, would whatever the they, they, they fucking bit. find a way but either way it's like they make so much fucking revenue and and it's not it's not restricted to anybody like i, I could be a company or i could be the leader of a fucking nation and i can if, as long as i give facebook the amount of money they give me all the data i need i go i want people in this specific socioeconomic fucking bracket this people in this specific fucking age group in this specific region of the country and i want every fucking person who puts their eyes in front of facebook in that area to see these ads 
and eventually you're gonna that's like in the in the in the great hack they had a name for those people it was the the people that they they realized they could manipulate they had a name for them it was like the fucking f40 tr the manipulators or, or something like oh, we we know these are the people we're targeting because we know these oh. are the people dumb enough to fall like for the all this shit influencers or whatever. They, were, they were like it was the opposite of influence it was like the fucking the dunces conspiracy theory people it was the, the, the idiots. They, it was like a lesser name for idiots. It was like but those people are, don't influence anyone, right? But that that they were targeting those people because those are the people that would would actually make the purchase or go out in the streets and and make the vote. Like I, it doesn't matter what stupid fucking ad I see on here when it comes to voting. It wasn't the ad on there that that swayed my vote. But there is a group of people that were like, well, well, the last ad I saw said that fucking Trump. It was it fucking touched uh, touched Michelle Obama. I don't fucking know. Whatever. I'm gonna go fucking vote. For, no, I'm not voting for him anymore. It's like there is a certain person that you is feel there is a certain person that. that would vote based on that, or you think people? Yeah, are there like, was this. That's that's what the whole great hack was about. That's that's what the whole thing was about. That's just, what that's the person they were targeting is are those people, and they were able to sway votes with it. They did it with Brexit, and they did it with the Trump election. I was if like, if, if I can get a word in edgewise on. Kristen here because we fucking heard enough. What Look, I what I'd like to say is I feel like everyone has a certain amount of information they feel they're going off. Right. So it's like you and I are the type of people I feel like that think we're not being swayed by the shit, but then we end up wearing Z Cavarici jeans just like everyone else. Oh yeah, if it comes we to arrive it. by our own smart choice right. and fucking discerning taste. Those fucking idiots just looked at the ads because they're fucking idiots. Right. I don't but know. I mean, that, I mean, if we're talking political. I can't be swayed politically because I'll never, I'll never participate politically. But it's like it, you oh, can't. Like you're not a voter. Yeah, no. you can't be swayed if you. I mean, but it, would it, yeah, of course, when it comes to like purchasing clothing or something, I'm looking at the ads and I want to see like, oh, well, that looks like something I would wear, and you know, I'm I'm actively allowing that to sway me. Yeah, but the, I mean, if you don't have a certain eye of of desertion and and to to know the difference between like. And, and it seeps in no matter what you do. Even it doesn't matter if you, I could be the most discerning person in the world, but st- I'm still going to be swayed in little ways. And I'm not saying that I'm not. There's no way. There's but no there's way no ways. But I'm also, I'm also never going to go try to shoot up a pizza place because I think there's kids in the fucking basement. And when I order a pizza, they're sending kids out. That's never going to be me ever. But there are people that went and there was a, at least one guy that went and they, and that guy... That's more like mental health issues. Right. Though, you know what I mean? But out of 300 million people, that, that becomes a very large number of people who have a mental disability, who yeah. are swayed, and who, out, who go out, and they become a very loud minority yeah. who do these things. It's, that's, most of this alarmist shit isn't for, the, isn't for the massive group of people. It's for the small group of people that can be swayed and are going to go out and do something fucking stupid. Yeah. And 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 the on the opposite end of it, it's all being pushed by, you know, capitalism, which is, I don't give a fuck. I mean, there's there. What what's the alternative capitalism? Fucking communism. You know, what do you want? What 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 do you want to fucking get get you killed? It doesn't matter at the end. Um, but when you're, it's it's the constant. I need to be. I need to make more money next year than I did this year. What can we do? I don't know. How can we get everybody on their phones more? Fuck it. Send out a fucking disease or something. Get everybody trapped in their fucking house. Get them on their phone more. You know why? Because I got to make more money fucking next year than this year. Get them on the phone more. I don't care what you got to fucking do. It's like some middle level person on Facebook. There's like, you're in the division of women's clothing. And they're like, hey, we did this. And we found out that we sold 2% more ads. Keep doing that, Susie. What else? It's not like, hey, how do we kill more people? How can we fucking 
take these people. It's all little things. No, it's, Everyone's yeah. doing their own little part, just trying to make an extra couple of bucks. Right. And at the end good. of it, yeah, they think they're doing good, and they, you know, they and, are doing good. Uh, they're doing good by their investors. They're doing good by they're making doing more good money by helping people do what they want to do. Which, like you said, there's no one's got a gun to their head. It right. just feels good to piss away some time, fuck around with your goddamn Facebook feed. Caitlin, what do you think? Not much. I pretty much anticipated this. I knew you guys would both have a lot to say. You, did you did you have anything to say when you were watching it? No. What do you what think about you the thinking? movie? Did it scare you? That no. I think it's everything we already know. They just portrayed it really dramatically mm-hmm. and stated a lot of things really eloquently. But it's everything we all already know. Can I ask what is your social media like situation? What do you have for accounts? All of them except Twitter. So wait. So what does that mean? Because I'm old. So I mean. Facebook, Instagram. You have an electronic mail account? Pinterest. <laughs> yeah, I have an email. I know some people have two, which I don't trust people. I they tell do me they have, have two electronic two mail accounts. I do. One's for shit I want to read and other one's shit I don't Dirty want stuff. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> so wait, you said Facebook? Yeah. Pinterest? Yes. I want to, actually, I want to hear the order that you list them in too. That's important. What's the first one? Facebook, okay. Instagram. Yeah. Where's TikTok. You tell if you're, or if you're or ordering Facebook, TikTok, Instagram. There you go. Pinterest. <laughs> I'm like, I'm Snapchat. Like, <laughs> Snapchat. Snapchat. Right. I don't even know. I like. I don't get Snapchat. No, dude. Nobody does. Nobody does. It's it like was, this. It it's has a sm- like heightened moment of popularity, but it's, yeah. it's pretty much gone. But let it goes me ask you this. Waves, this like, is wicked interesting to me now. All of a sudden, I want to ask you this question. Today, which ones did you log into, and which one did you log into the most? Probably Facebook. Probably Facebook. Yeah. yeah. For yeah. sure. Yeah. So it's just like a habit. Did you go into any of the other ones today? Um, yeah, I went to Instagram. Okay. I think that's it. So like Facebook probably every day, Instagram most days. Yeah, no, probably every day. When you're like both laying, of those two. Yeah, probably almost all of them every day, at least for a second. Got to like check I'm for treats. Down, yeah, like laying down, going to bed. And you have like just laying there, scrolling through shit before you fall asleep. Yeah, I'll definitely look at all of them. Okay. How about you? Uh, yeah, so it's. Today? Um, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. You, Facebook, Instagram, in that order? All day. Uh, yeah, for the most part. Facebook more? Like Facebook um, you go into every day? or Facebook is like a, I just, like I, I click on it and I scroll, but then I, after like two scrolls, I'm like, I don't care about any of these people. Instagram and Twitter. These soccer moms with their sushi. I, I know you have a banal, <laughs> useless life and you just <laughs> show a fuck about you. If I see one more bitch doing a headstand on a paddleboard, I'm going to throw this thing through a fucking wall. It's... It, but the when I use Instagram and Twitter, I convinced myself that I'm doing it for the podcast. So anytime I'm on Instagram, I'm cycling between the Road Sodas Instagram and the uh, uh, inst- my personal Instagram, that's which I'm the, trying to like move things. That's the beauty of social media. Is yeah. that everyone's like, listen, you people are just fucking around on shit. Okay, I have business entrepreneurial right. enterprise type thing so i think it, it yes i am also scrolling but i am also if you can engaging give yourself, in productive enterprise right if you can give yourself a real world reason that gives you real world benefits you're locked in even more you're locked in more but you're locked in more with real world benefits if i'm just fucking off to fuck off it's different but i'm fucking off because i want this podcast to be something that is my life. I'm just and fucking off to fuck off. I mean, I most post, of us are. Most shit. of us are. And it, it no, everybody's feel... trying to portray whatever life that they want everyone to perceive that they have that yes. they don't actually have. See, no, yes. no, I don't do any of that. My, very, very rarely. I that ties like... in very nicely with last week's, with last week's uh, Millennial Book Club of Cuties. 
Yeah. Because it's the same thing. It's you were talking about everyone has the three different like we have a real world life. Yeah. And then we have the online life that's just this completely fake thing that everyone's trying to portray. Yeah. It's interesting how it all kind of I'm weaving my fingers together. Mm-hmm. Well, we all do that with even before social media. Like your online life was just like what you'd say when you're out. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you fucking bitch. You say anything about your fucking everything is going great. The stocks are fucking yeah. through the roof. The kids are good. How are you doing? Everything is so magical. That's fucking online. It's always been like that. Yeah. Now you can just sit there and go, everything is great. Or me on a paddleboard, like, and then, oh yeah, there's like 10 likes. Give me a like, like Most of the people I know are super miserable and have nothing going on in their life. So then they actively take pictures or make these posts to make it look like it is a certain way that it's not. Yeah. But do you meet I mean, them in real life and you're like, wow, no, are you like doing people okay? People that are already in my But that's life. so human yeah. nature though. Like everyone's always done that. You know? Yes. It yeah. used to be you had to go down to the grocery store and hang out and be like, Hello. Yeah, and they put your smile on. He's doing fabulous down right. at the Crocker factory. Oh, you're going Did to church. Did you just ask? He's made executive vice president. <laughs> We're going to have social hour at church. Everybody put your fucking smiles on. Yeah. That's, that's fucking the same 1950s thing, yeah. Facebook. I, on my social media, I do Facebook probably more than the others. I'm not every day, but I bet you most days I check on Facebook. I like Facebook more than the others because I know the people right. that are on my Facebook. Yes. And most of my Facebook is like local comedians and I just like to see people's just bullshit takes Yeah, I think I'm stuff. just like not passionate about this topic because I'm like not much of an activist in yeah. a lot of different areas. I think a lot of people just get really fired up about all sorts of shit that's exactly. going on and I'm just like not somebody that participates in that anyways. So everything they're saying I already know. I think that's like a real thing right now too. People are so really sick of the polarized shit yeah. where it's like, yeah. who gives a fuck that much? It's not like the president's going to do anything with my yeah. fucking broken dick. Yeah, it's like, yeah. So no what shit. the fuck are we talking about? You know? And it's like, no, fuck you. I love my personalized ads. I find great new shoes that I want to get. Exactly. And I'm looking exactly. up makeup tutorials and life hacks and I'm just having, it's solely it's, for it's, entertainment. Yeah, and it's making our lives so better. Like, but then there's these people on the fucking red side and the blue side that are ruining it for all of us no, who are just, just there for a good fucking time. They're right, just now, I have a lot of themselves. I have a yeah. lot of Mainers in my Facebook feed. Mm-hmm. And they're like, they're on Facebook, but they're just like so much more toned down than most of the people I know. Yeah, because they're dealing with like real world fucking They just horrors. check it. They're like, they just want to be connected to the rest of the world. They're like, people still think we're fucking Still up in Acadia. Haven't seen somebody in three days. But they're <laughs> not like paddle boarding with whatever. They're just like, check out the sunset. This is literally where I'm at. I'm in jean shorts. It's pretty cool, though. That's so the one day of the year I get to wear shorts. Yeah, it's fucking cool. And I saw this guy post this thing, and I was like, that's so Mainer. It was like every social media interaction ever. It was like, I love nectarines or something. And then the post was like, oh, so you're saying you hate oranges? That is so fucking ridiculous. I am so mad I'm shaking right now. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, that yeah, really is. There's it. people that are just sitting there. Outrage culture. That's the majority the of people. Outrage culture. But it's not really outrage culture because... I think a lot of people, like you were just saying, at this exact point, after the four years of the Trump presidency, there's people that are super against, people that are super for, however the fuck that happens, and they're just like yelling at each other about everything. Everything becomes an argument of that. It just gets fucking so annoying about... What it's is just for attention and, and virtue signaling. Virtue signaling. Or just people are trying not... to... Uh, uh, what's the word? Like, get involved with the... They're trying to get involved with their side, like do something for their side. I don't right. want to do any of that. No. I think the I suicide thing with young pictures, girls. Pictures, make fun of people. Yeah. yeah. Buy stuff. Yeah. 
Be entertained. That's about it. That's it. it. That's it. And that's where a lot of us fall. Most of us fall in there. I don't really care about any of the news. I don't believe any of it anyways. I think the majority of it's fake. That's why none of my news feeds have any news in it, except for my Twitter feed. And it's all just like, dog ate dude's dick off in the middle of a snowy winter. Because I I picked that shit out for the podcast. That's the only place I even see You know why I don't like Twitter as much as I thought I would? Because I just can't follow it. It doesn't... All the other ones are like this... Easy feed. Yeah, I, I don't go, get oh, Twitter. I click and it goes down. Twitter, it's like I click and I get a bunch of ads and it's like, yeah, you, and I'm like, I can't even follow. Like, what is he? What is he responding to? I don't know how to. Yeah, it takes it. It's a learning curve because they, you know. But I, I, I enjoy Twitter for what it is. But it's also fucking one. It's like one of the worst, but one of the best. It's one of the worst because it's one of the most political. It doesn't matter how hard you try, yeah. because every person you follow, you're like, oh, I'm following comedian, and it's only a matter of. 20 seconds before they post something political. It's like, God damn it, I thought I, I followed you because you're funny. I don't give a fuck what your political leanings are. Yeah. Like Dave Anthony, dude. I, oh, God. Dude, He's just the most about, left-wing motherfucker. Dude, I, love I listened to... He blocked Andy fucking Kindler, who's like the least political guy in the world, and he blocked him and like this zealotist thing, and I'm like, that's going to be so straining to be dave anthony i love dude, him though but he's so fucking I, I, dude i don't know because if you go back i listened to one of the first like one of the earliest episodes like one of the most popular Do you know who dave episodes. anthony is he's one no. of the guys from the dollop have you heard of the dollop i put it on yeah. for, for like five seconds he's like the most there. lefty motherfucker you're like yeah hey man i totally would vote for bernie he like you really would probably but did you know in 1978 bernie and his fucking cousin stole fucking 20 and he has like all these He's like, everything. Everything. It's like, so who can I vote for? But he's wow. wicked funny. He's wicked funny. He's a but, good he's a good comedy writer. But he's annoying in real life. He's annoying <laughs> as fucking shit. And if you go back to one of it's like one of the, I can't remember which episode. It was like one of the f- like first 50 episodes. I listened to one and he f- specifically states I want to lean away from the political stuff. You know, I'm just here to try to be funny. And dude, I immediately went on fucking Twitter and I was like, "Hey, remember when you said this?" I was, "Oh, that was great when you said that. You remember that?" But it's like, dude, like, fucking A, I'm not here. Just, oh my God. It's such a weird thing to try to get you laid. It's such a weird thing for him to, like, sit on that. That's the thing you chose. That may, I guess if that's the girl you want to fucking attract that thinks that's a fucking attractive. I mean, don't you already have a wife? Why are you doing this, man? Why are you doing this? Just be funny. Fucking A. Oh my God, I'm getting heated. You've been heated. I've been heated the been whole heated. time. You're like the Dave Anthony of this podcast. I'm not going to lie. And I think the veins have been it. popping out of your neck for like the last however tens of minutes I've been. It's the tequila. It's the tequila. All right, and the look. goddamn Republicans. And the goddamn Republicans and the Democrats. Why can't everybody just be uh, a fucking noocrat? I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, just, I like that dog. I like you. I like you. <laughs> The great, the great. I hate the Asians. I like the blacks. You know why? Why can't everyone just be like me? Just J.K. Asians, except for the Vietnamese. They're the worst. J.K. You love Asians. It's the tie. Uh, no, no, no. Yes, you do. No, I like the Japanese. There it is. <laughs> J.K. I like it. There's yeah. It's it's so. The whole thing is just ridiculous. The basically. Everything they say, everything they're like, we gotta fucking change. Like that, that stupid potato of a human with dreads. That dumb motherfucker. He was actually my favorite. He was my least favorite. I, I did like that face. Guy. He was lie. my favorite. I love. I just think he. The way I looked he put at you. Right. He looked like he stank. He looked like he smelled fucking Definitely. sour. Definitely. He looked like I, he's somebody I don't ever want to be around. You're gonna be annoying after point three. I literally said seconds. to myself, I'd like to talk to that guy from a safe distance of about mm-hmm. eight feet. 
You look like you're annoying. I don't from want to here. be in enclosed space. <laughs> everything about him, yeah, everything about him, and and he because he's he talk. Okay, here's here's something that's really interesting. He's like these people are being manipulated. It's all about manipulation, and we need to get people off. It's like, dude, you're manipulating me to get off the fucking thing. I thought that about the entire documentary exactly the entire thing it's like what do you think fucking netflix is doing yeah they're doing everything they can to get me on here more so i don't go use fucking hulu dude your veins are gonna pop out of your neck if you could see the veins on my neck right now you would think it was a dick all right we need to get him 50 cc's of hulu stat <laughs> get me some 50 he's gonna fucking good. netflix dude out. it's just it's it's that's what i mean like it's no matter which way you fucking turn, you're looking down the barrel of a fucking gun. So just who? Just stop. Fucking st- The whole thing is so ridiculous. That dude doesn't have a gun with the hacky sack, dude. The guy that the guy dogs. couldn't hacky sack a fucking hacky sack if it was a hot dog. All right, now, and and I don't know what that means, but that guy is not <laughs> active. The most active thing that guy does is talk to a bunch of dried up old pussy on the view. That's it. I bet you he gives really good hugs. No, he oh, doesn't. No, they're What's a yeah, fish thing. Yeah, they smells like fish. You know, and it was kind of weird too because now that he's taking this <laughs> this tough spot on him, I was like, I was looking at him, I was like, that dude totally should have like a bunch of good weed on him. That dude does not smoke weed. He no, is like he doesn't do anything. Just everything you do is wrong to that guy. Even if you start doing what that guy wants you to do, it's fucking wrong. Yeah. I that's I can looking at his dumb fucking face, I could have long gray dreads and fucking glasses that don't fit on my cockeyed dumb fucking Mr. Po- it looks looks like Mr. Potato Head, but a little kid put an eye on his ass and then his fucking mouth is all crooked and he kept like like he had too much fucking tongue in his mouth. And and then he if I was like, "Okay, I'm off social media." He's like, "Yeah, but you're still calling people." It's like, "Dude, fuck you." Even if I do what you say, I'm fucking wrong. Because that's the—that's all that guy has. All that guy has is the thing he thinks is right. That's it. And if he—and as soon as you say, okay, you're right. And he goes, no, 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 you're wrong. Now I'm right. Because that's all he has. Because he doesn't have anything else. He doesn't have anything else. Name one thing that guy fucking had. Would you fuck him? Name one person that would fuck that guy. That isn't that guy. Why are you pointing well. at me? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even fucking remember his name. Even Whoopi Goldberg hated him. And they kind of look alike. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Man. I hated that guy. The whole thing is... is he was it, the kid that Whoopi Goldberg and a hardcore hacky sack dude from the 80s. He's the kid they would have had. Mm. I feel good about that rant, by the way. <laughs> yeah, we get it. You didn't like that guy. I like the guy's points, though. And the guy at the end, I liked. He was just like, listen... Look, this was yeah. severely dramatized. Like everyone wants to shut off their Facebook mm-hmm. after watching this. He went, just try and minimize it to two hours. Yeah, talk to your fucking kids and just fucking check in with your fucking life. Yeah, no shit. Be a parent. Be, no, I don't. Don't kick your kids off the thing, but ask your kids. Talk about, hey, where are you going with the gun? Okay. Oh wait, the great, the greatest thing he said, which I really liked. He went, your kids don't realize how much time they're spending on it. They don't want to be spending eight hours. He went, ask your kid. Yeah, I love that. How much, yeah. do you think? how much time he thinks is reasonable and then holds into that. And He's like, a lot of times well. they'll say a very reasonable thing. They'll be like, yeah. I don't know, three hours. Okay, so let's set a timer. Like, you know, three hours, you'd be on your fucking phone. And then hold them to the thing they said. Yeah, that's that's just like... And being... you can set like the fucking... You do it with little yeah. kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, my my sister and her brother... My sister and her brother. My sister and her husband. <laughs> they they <laughs> use that... Um, the Who's from West that, Virginia now? The thing that comes from... Um, Apple, it's called like screen time or something. Yeah. 
you can set that up and to remotely shut kids shit off all the time yes the thing that happens though when you shut their shit off is they come get in your face and they want to like do oh stuff. no and then and you have like, to be a parent turn then that you shit fucking back hang on out with your double kid. it up then you got to get off your phone oh fuck yeah and then i pay facebook to go be even more entertaining for like the next five or six hours can i please, please? that's the i mean that's the thing like like the the whole thing boils down to human nature we're not changing human nature ever ever until physically in our brains so they figure out a way to fucking manipulate genes and make us not be addicted to fucking rolling the dice and hoping for that fucking seven every time i mean until something like that happens nothing's changing nothing's fucking changing learn to fucking navigate this shit if you see somebody walking somewhere that looks a little uncomfortable and sad and they got a gun fucking talk to them maybe get them some help other than that uh, kind of turn away get into your phone don't get make eye just contact fucking, don't make eye contact let them know scrolling. you are locked into <laughs> your feed don't make eye contact don't get scrolling. into a fucking imbroglio with some strange fuck alright look next week on the millennial book club alright first let's where do we rank this shit I rank it as um, ride a fucking bike go spare yourself spare yourself really if you listened to us up to this point spare yourself what's the point what are you gonna go do go get yourself it, they're literally pushing the same shit that happens all over Facebook. It's just fear mongering. It's fear mongering. We're all living it. So yeah, let's make it more. Let's make it worse. If anything, figure out ways to get your face off. Everybody knows we shouldn't be spending so much time on your fucking phone. They're just digging deeper into why you shouldn't fucking do it. It's like everybody knows, you know, chickens are their beaks are melted off and they fucking pack them to these little cages and before they ship them off to KFC but they can't even call it Kentucky Fried Chicken anymore because it's, it's technically it's, just buckets of uh, heaving uh, breast meat that's right dude <laughs> that, it's, it doesn't even clock and I love it and it's and fucking I'm delicious double down on that shit right but it's like you know so I rate it as it was it, it's worth watching because I think it was an experience right. because I think whatever your connection is to social media it touched on that and made you either feel good or bad about it. And I think it was a, it was an experience to watch it. I did. I enjoyed it because I I realized that I'm like, yeah, I do kind of dislike my connection to social media yeah. more than I realized I did just watching it. And even though some aspects of it were kind of cheesy and obvious, there was an element of like, yeah, that's so fucking right. Why the it's fuck? very deep, yeah. So I, I, I just, even though we kind of went over all the points of it, I mean... I thought it was worth watching. What do you think, Kristen? I kind of feel, <laughs> I kind of feel the same way that you feel. I guess watch it if it's there, if that's something that you're interested in. It did drive home a lot of points. I think that we all already know. Yeah. I like the way it was delivered. It made you think about things, but I fell asleep the first time we watched the first half, and I almost fell asleep when we finished it today. So yeah, we do suggest less really than five alley. whiskey sours prior to starting. <laughs> that will definitely limit your options on finishing it. I yeah. I mean, if it's if if you just want to f know more of what you already know, I mean, everybody knows. It's like you know, everybody That's knows Isaiah's smoking cigarettes. Right now, man. Oh, keep telling me all keep I already know. Me. Already know it, motherfucker. Already know it. I'm doing. <laughs> already it. know it, motherfucker. Welcome to my world. <laughs> That's right. Tell me one thing I don't already know. Everybody smoking cigarettes knows that it's gonna fucking kill them. But what do they do? Keep smoking it. So leave us the fuck alone. I just Jesus this this, this Isaiah right here I love I'm just imagining him walking through the world finish everyone's sentences how much well yo would you like to yeah I knew you were gonna say that <laughs> oh yeah real smart guy tell me something I don't know slapping people's food out of their hands and shit what are you gonna do <laughs> I already know 
Are you mad? I already knew. I already knew. Uh, next week on the Millennial Book Club. This one has been, uh, came out just, uh, I think it came out this week. And I want, I need some help pronouncing it because I, when I read it, I want to say ratched, but I think it is ratchet, right? I think it's ratchet. Yeah. Yeah. It's got to be ratchet because it does, ratched isn't a word, right? Ratched. Yeah, but that's how no, you would say it. It's right? ratchet. Is it ratchet? Yeah. Hey, baby, can you help me? Can you help me read? No, I've seen it. I just it's, thought when I think of the word like ratchet, I think of like with a, a ratchet ass bitch. Ratchet ass so bitch. I, I don't think you hey, spelled I, it that way. So I, I thought missed the cuties episode, but I want to say I was offended that it told me I was like an eighty nine percent match. I know. I thought Isaiah you'd definitely be like a ninety eight. I feel like I must be on some type of fucking list with that type of match. Yeah, Fuck I think it. it's ratchet. So ratchet. Uh, in 1947, Mildred Ratched begins working as a nurse at a leading psychiatric hospital, but beneath her stylish exterior lurks a growing darkness. Um, that is next week's episode of the Millennial Book Club. I'm a 98% match. What are you? 99. What are you, really? What are you? Mm. I think that's the name of the nurse from one who flew. One flew over the cuckoo. cuckoo's and nest. She was yeah. Nurse Ratched. So I yeah, think that's why it's definitely Ratched. And I believe it's probably some kind of. I don't, I don't think we're going to see Jack Nicholson, but uh, I do have a feeling that if you do, you're going to be in for one hell of a cinematic journey. If I oh, can shit. know anything about Jack Nicholson's, if they're able to reanimate his corpse and fucking get it in there to fucking. <laughs> anyway. So, guys, uh, if you want to write in about this week's Millennial Book Club or next week's Millennial Book Club, you can do so by writing into roadsodamail at gmail.com or you can call in 706-200-1213 and uh, tell us what you think about, you know, whatever the fuck you watched or listened to. Or there's a new option. We'll pay 62 cents a Facebook and find out exactly what the fuck <laughs> you're That's thinking right. anyway. We don't need to fucking get your permission anymore. That's right, motherfucker. At Austin and Goldstein, we get your money. We get, we your, get money. your money. Just give a call. 1-800-JEWS-FOR-HEART. Don't have a lawsuit? No problem. We've got plenty. Car wreck? Does your neck hurt? Doesn't matter. You'll get, You'll your, get, money. Your, money. get your money. Our family-owned practice has been getting people money for generations. We invented the hot coffee. The slip and fall patent pending. We aren't saying we launder money, but we will take your cash to the cleaners. <laughs> One time, my nice old lady called us and said her neighbor's dog kept shitting on a lawn. Now the neighbor eats through a straw. We fixed the problem. At Gorbachev and McGillicuddy, we'll kill your neighbor's dog and make it look like an electrical thing. Ever heard of a little place in France called Notre Dame? It wasn't even insured, but the Pope knew just who to call. Finkel Scrank and Goose Tank. Now he's got the money. Come on down, call us 1-800-JEWS-FOR-HIRE. Get your money. And that's it, everybody. Another episode. Another episode with uh, Mr. McGinnis and Miss Big Tits McGee over here. <laughs> Hope everybody enjoyed. What did we learn? Greg, what did you learn? Uh, I, I learned La Honda is a... No, I didn't learn anything about La Honda. <laughs> it's a Mexican guy's Honda. <laughs> uh, you know, I learned that we do all have to uh, back off social media and... Um, 
we do have one listener that needs some help and possibly the authorities to intervene. Yeah, I don't know about that guy who's watching Cuties so much. Maybe if you're watching Cuties more than once. I mean, I watched it three times. To be fair, I wanted to get a, a feel for the cinematic <laughs> aspects from all angles. But I mean, sounds like he went a little overboard. So sounds like he really enjoys to each it. his own. I think he enjoys it a different way. Uh, <laughs> I learned that um, apparently uh, you, you, you were allowed to shit on the subway and now you're not, unfortunately. But how are you going to charge a homeless man a hundred dollars? He's not going to have a hundred dollars. How are you going to track him down? <laughs> right. It was he comes in. He, <laughs> they track him. They have like a real tracker. They like stick his pinky in you. Mm. We know him. I know. I know. This. <laughs> that's that's Bob Ninth Ave. Mm, yeah, he's he went this way. <laughs> he got off at the Fifth Ave stop. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what did you learn? Christy? Um, just how much we miss Greg. I miss listening to the two oh. of you talk mm. relentlessly. Relentless. It is a relentless amount of talking. That's why we're this you podcast guys, Yeah, exists. no, I, I miss <laughs> listening to you guys talk. That's why we call it, it Relentless fun. Soda. Relent- Every week. <laughs> the Relentless Soda. The relentless Soda. We're changing the name for a tenth time to the Relentless Soda, everybody. I hope you enjoy. I hope all you roadies like this sody. That was good. Thanks. <laughs> uh... Tune in next week. Be sure to watch Ratchet. I think that's going to be a really great show. It's on Netflix. Uh, and if you want to say anything about it, write into roadsodamail at gmail.com or call in 706-200-1213. Except for that last guy. Uh, in fact, if that girl is listening who who's crying in the background, maybe she can... Are you okay? <laughs> Everything okay over there? Hope everything's all right. Um, until next week, everybody, I hope you... Oh, my God. He gets to say it. What? Go Greg. on. Go on. Well... Everybody, we there? we're not there. I'm what? sorry. Go ahead. Oh, we're getting there. Everybody, please uh, watch Ratchet. And we'll see you next week. You can also send in news articles. A lot of people don't really do that. But if you have a news article that's crazy, send it in. Why not? Uh, RoadSodaMail at gmail.com. And uh, have a great week. And of course, Greg, do yourself a favor <laughs> and please get some sleep tonight. Do Fine. yourself a favor. Go to bed early, everybody. Unlike Christy, so up at midnight. <laughs> Hanging around, fucking off, playing grab ass and <laughs> monkey <Fucking> parts. <laughs> Go to bed early, everybody. Have a great week.